Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 233, which we are recording on Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And it's a day of twos, 12-2-2020. I like it. I like it too. Not unlike the inauguration day, which is 1-20-21, which I thought was a palindrome. <laughs> I like it. It's got to like bring it, some kind it, of good luck is what, what uh, I'm You thinking. would think so. 1 20, 20 21. Yeah. Definitely. I like it. <laughs> Very cool. Hey, what have you been wearing? I have been wearing my Free Your Fade shawl by Andrea Mowry, which, let me look, I opened my Ravelry page. I made this back in January to March of 2018, so almost two years ago. Almost three years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost three years ago. That's shocking. And I used some pretty cool yarn on this one. I had used a skein of Hazel Knits sock that I had received as a gift. I also used some Sanguine Griffin yarn that I, I had also received that one as a gift. The shawl actually has three, as it's written, it's supposed to have three different colors in it. And I did use three colors in it, but I used them in different proportions because the third color that I used, I didn't have a full skein of. So I kind of mixed up the pattern a little bit, but it came out really nice. I enjoy the shawl. I faded from gray to purple. Shocking news. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it wasn't a very original color choice, but it was a color choice that I have since worn quite a bit. Oh, that's so the whole that point. works. Yes, that's yeah. the whole point. So, if you are not familiar with the Free Your Fade shawl, it's a shawl that's written to fade three colors together. So, you can use instead of buying three skeins of the same color, you can mix and match three individual skeins. Very fun. And that, again, is Free Your Fade, a pattern from Andrea Mowry. What have you been wearing, Gail? Well, because I'm not wearing a hand knit right now, and I'm in my closet where all of my shawls live, (laughs) I pulled out my Free Your Fade. Ah, nice. So mine, I think one, two, three, four, five colors. Oh, nice. I remember I was stoked with this one because I used Western Sky Knits from our friend Kim and candy skein from our friend Tammy. And I was so happy that this was like a happy color representation of my friends who dye yarn in so many pretty colors. And mine fades from turquoise, like an aqua turquoise, through some natural with speckles that go from mostly white with turquoise, blue and green, to mostly white with pink, into pinks. <laughs> so <laughs> Again, shocking. Shocking. Shock, <laughs> shock, shock, shock. So yes, beautiful shawl. Super fun knit too. Yes, the only shocking bit about your color choice is the shocking pink at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I loved mine as well. And talk about fun playing with colors. Oh my goodness. Because Anything goes. And just think you could make the prettiest rainbow. Yes. Oh, you could. Mm -hmm. Beautiful rainbow. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And of course, lots of shawl patterns. You can fade like that. But yeah. And 
the other thing I have been wearing a lot is my super simple summer sweater again, which mm-hmm. obviously I like that pattern and it's a go-to for me. So Yeah, I have been wearing my KP pullover again. In fact, I actually am wearing that one right now and I have been all day. Yay! Yeah, yeah it's been chilly today. <laughs> yes, it has been. Yeah, I got stuck on the phone three and a half hours straight of meetings. Ouch. And kept having to turn my little heater on and off because my room was so cold. So, burr. There's something about sitting at your desk in front of the computer that makes one very cold. I I agree. It's just that you don't, yeah, don't get up and walk around. So, yep. I should have gotten up and done a couple jumping jacks here and there. That would have warmed you up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What have you been stocking? Well, On our Saturday Zoom calls, one week, I believe it was Mary, was showing us little bow ties that she had made Mm -hmm. for her little dachshund and dog. I can't remember. I think it was relative dogs or something. Anyway, for some other dogs, these cute little bow ties. So that sent me down that rabbit hole on Ravelry, Ravelry, looking for little bow ties, which look fairly easy to make, by the way. You can just knit a garter square rectangle and scrunch them together in the middle, and voila, you've got a bow tie. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah, that was one of the patterns that I looked at, because you could knit that and just basically wrap it around the regular collar. So very, very easy to make. But I did find something else equally fun. It is called Spiked Dog Collar. It is a pattern by Megan Barclay. And it is a crochet pattern. And it looks just like the title. It's a spiked dog collar. But of course, the funny bit is that The spikes are crocheted, so they're just little crocheted cones, and you can even stuff them if you like. And they're soft spikes, of course, so not not the gnarly metal spikes. So it's it's pretty funny, and it's very cute. And you make it stretchy so that it can just stretch over the dog's head or cat. That's the thing. It's called spiked dog collar, but you can make this in any size. And make it to fit over your, I'll say pet. You can fit it over your pet's head. (laughs) I thought it was very cute. (laughs) And that day was one of the funniest knitting slash crochet quotes of all time. She was working on that Hades doll, the crochet Hades doll for Mm -hmm. her daughter. And she said, Hades' body just is not cooperating. (laughs) It was like the funniest (laughs) thing to say. Very funny. Knit, knitting quotations taken out of context. Exactly. <laughs> so the only thing that I found a little fiddly about this pattern, I did look at the pattern because, let me scroll down and double check that. Yes, it is a free pattern download available on Ravelry. But the only thing fiddly about it is that you crochet the spikes separately and then have to sew them on. So I would be much more inclined to make it if I could figure out a way to crochet the spikes directly onto the collar, which to be honest, I don't see why you couldn't. 
just even if I was able to just connect it in a couple places, I would be happier than that than having to sew the entire thing on. Yeah, that sounds like a pain. Yeah. So I don't know if I I may play with this idea sometime. It's just really cute. And I think I would really love the idea of my cats wearing one. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be so so cute. Yes, they would. So that is Spiked Dog Collar by Megan Barclay. But again, for cats too. The second thing I am stocking is another fun one. So I have a group of moms that I have been friends with since our kids were born. Some of the moms were even in a class I took while I was pregnant. And every year we usually have a holiday gathering. And over the years, the gatherings have changed. Sometimes we've done white elephant gift exchanges. Sometimes we've done serious gifts, not serious gifts, but not real gifts, not non-white elephant gifts. There you go. (laughs) And usually we'll play that fun game where you can steal gifts from people too. And is that necklace still always one of the gifts? That big stone When we do white elephants, yes, it is. (laughs) It's been making the rounds for how many years? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so this year it had been suggested because of COVID – that we maybe do an ornament exchange and there wouldn't be any stealing, only one person would touch each gift, et cetera, et cetera. But now it looks like the party is not going to be able to happen at all because of the current restrictions that we're up have in California right now, because we're in the most, how do you say it, the most... We're in the highest level of infection, highest risk. Yeah. So gatherings are kind of off the table right now. So it's not going to happen. But when we had initially talked about doing this, I started looking for ornaments that I could make, little, just something fun. And the one that I found is Amigurumi Candle. It's another crochet pattern. This one is by Chiwe Rank. And it is a teeny tiny little stub of a candle with a little gold crochet flame over it. And the little stub of a candle has two eyes and a little smiling mouth. It's very cute. (laughs) No, seriously, you have to look this one up after we're, we're done because it's very, very cute. So that is Amigurumi Candle by Chiwei Rank. The third thing I have been stocking is a blanket. Because we have been talking about blankets since our last episode, and I have been looking at blankets for our continuation of the blanket discussion. I found one by Tin Can Knits called Bounce. And this one, let's see, it's kind of it's a ripple pattern done in colors and the samples show the blanket being worked in a pattern with the main color being used for slim stripes and this color remains constant throughout the whole blanket and then a wider contrast color which is a 
has a stitch pattern in it. So it's a pattern stripe that alternates with the slim main color. And the way folks have been knitting it is that the contrast color stripes can change. So there are variations of people using several shades, tonal shades of one color. There are rainbow, there are color block versions, faded versions, speckled versions. It's one of those patterns that you can do so much with and personalize, and it's really fun. And tin can knits patterns are usually very well written and easy to execute. So this one's a really nice one. <laughs> it is really pretty. Yeah, it looks like something I would like to knit. So that is Bounce by Tin Can Knits. What are you stocking, Gail? Well, before I get into stocking, I wanted to put in a plug for Knitty Magazine. You and I don't talk about it that often. And just earlier today, I got an email saying that they had released their winter, their deep winter patterns. And I thought we should really mention Knitty for people who may not have heard of it. I think it was one of the first online knitting magazines. And all of the knitty patterns are free. And the range of patterns is phenomenal. Hats, socks, shawls, sweaters, everything that you can knit, I think, is included in Knitty's catalog of patterns. And they're all free. So it's been around a really long time. And the five patterns they just released for the Deep Winter Collection, there were two colorwork yoke sweaters. I think there was a brioche hat and two pairs of either socks. Well, I think one might have been like muckluck type of socks that were big, thick colorwork type of socks, probably not to be worn inside a shoe. And I think the mm -hmm. other ones were socks. But it just occurred to me, wow, Nitty has been such a great resource for so many years. And I just wanted to mention it. So Nitty Magazine, you can look it up on Ravelry, just type in Nitty and you'll probably get the drop down where you can select different issues. And they have four issues a year. Usually I think it's seasonal. So check it out if you haven't heard of Nitty before. So what I've actually been stocking, I have two shawls. The first one is called Fleur, and it's by Espace Trico, which we've mentioned. We've been stocking different patterns by them. We have been. Recently. Yep. Yeah. And this one, like most of their patterns, is free. And it's a beautiful triangle shape. And in the pattern, it says four shape options. I'm not exactly sure what that means. I didn't download the pattern. Hmm. But they appear to be triangles in the picture. Maybe there's a crescent version, too. I'm not sure. But it's one main color with lace weight yarn knit in garter stitch. And then it has a contrasting color stripe every so often. And that stripe has little baubles on it. And it's just so cute. You basically get these fun little bobble textures in a stripe pattern throughout the shawl. It's just really fun and cute. And it looked like it would be an easy, fun knit. So that is Fleur, as in flower, by Espostrico. The second one that caught my eye is called Airy Secret, and it's by Hintermstein. And this one is a rectangle, and it was a mystery knit-along. So she said the pattern comes in four clues, basically. 
And this one reminded me of Fading Point. It's clearly knit in two halves that you then seam together. And it has beautiful stripes and different stitch patterns or stitch techniques done throughout. And one of the stitch techniques, I couldn't find the name of it, but it looks like a flower. It's a really open combination of maybe drop stitches and floats. I couldn't tell how she did it, but it's so, so pretty. And I believe her sample was knit in a linen yarn. And I have lots of different lace weights in my stash that would just make the most beautiful version of that wrap. So that's called Airy Secret. And the last thing I'm stocking is a sweater pattern. Now this is an interesting stocking story. I love the texture of this particular sweater, but I don't really care for the shape of the pattern. And the pattern is called Dot Knits Cardi, and it's by Lori Versace, and she has a lot of beautiful patterns. This one is a simple cardigan button front, and it's knit in Aran weight yarn, which is one of the reasons I don't think I would knit that particular pattern. That would be too warm for Santa Cruz. But the thing that makes it really cool is that it has, it has an all-over like popcorn texture to it. It reminded me a lot of the slub yarn and the texture you get from holding a slub yarn. But it reminded me of a sweater that I saw in a window in a Santa Cruz shop years ago. And I actually took a picture of it in the shop window. I remember and, that. Yeah. I do. I remember yeah. you showing me the photo. <laughs> it was like a dark green and I loved the texture of it. And I saw this pattern and I thought, oh my gosh, that's a very, very similar sweater. Oh, cool. So what I took away from that is I don't, and this sweater also, this pattern is a seamed sweater, which I'm not a big fan of seamed sweaters. They have a very functional purpose, but I don't think I would want to knit this as a seamed sweater. So what I took away was I could do the same type of stitch pattern with the texture in it in almost any kind of pattern that I want. It could be a pullover, it could be a cardigan, it could be an any weight yarn. So I just thought that it was kind of kismet where you're like, oh my gosh, that's a pattern I've been looking for at sure, for years. Yeah. <laughs> and now I might have a clue how to knit it. Yeah. So I was very pleased by that one. Dot Knits Cardi by Lori Versace. And that's cool. what I've been stocking. What have you been knitting? I know what we've been knitting last week, but what are you knitting now? I am back to my parallel lamb. This is a shawl pattern by Stephen West, and it is a a big project. It uses, it calls for, I should say, seven skeins of fingering weight yarn used to create this parallelogrammed shaped he calls it a shawl. Gail has dubbed it more of a shlanket, which is far more appropriate because I'm making it as a blanket. So shawl plus blanket equals shlanket. <laughs> so as a blanket, it's a big project, but I'm enjoying working on it. I think I haven't weighed my skeins. My skeins might be halfway, maybe a little wow. more than halfway at this point. So that's a lot of yardage. Yeah, you're the, making good progress. 
Let's see. The yardage on the pattern page says 24, 2470 yards. So 2400 yards. That's a lot of yardage. And, and of course, you can imagine it, it uses most of seven skeins. So that's, yes, a lot of yardage. Yeah. <laughs> but Parallel Lamb by Stephen West. I also have been knitting Mira's Cowl. And that one, yeah, I've picked that one up a little bit. That was some knitting during a Zoom call. And that's the only time I think that I'm actually just about ready to bind off on that one. That one's probably going into my gift and or charity pile. I don't have in a purpose or a recipient in mind for that one yet. So those are the two things that currently on my needles. Live Light, I think, is officially in hibernating now. Because mm. like I said last time, I just can't. It's not the kind of sweater that I'm going to be wearing this time of year. So I'm not so inclined when there's other fun things to pick up and knit. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been knitting, Gail? I've been working on the cotton washcloths that are gifts for Max's roommates and friends. Oh, nice. Yes, part of the Teach Them to Knit project. And Handsome Fibers had a Black Friday sale, and I ordered each of them a set of 7-inch, no, U.S. size 7, 16-inch needles. Perfect. Yeah, that were great wooden needles. Mm -hmm. So I have their needles, I have their yarn, and now I'm working on the washcloth for each one of them. And my hands are kind of angry about it. I've been oh, yeah. working on pretty much one an evening. And last night I was thinking, gosh, my hands are kind of sore. So I think I'm going to take a day off of those. But they're fun. They, I mean, I can crank one out in a couple of hours. And Max is really excited about it. His roommates and friends are really excited about learning how to knit. So it's a fun cool. little project. Yeah. When he was home last week for Thanksgiving, he said, can you make another set of these, you know, another little gift package for my friend Jessica? And I'm like, of course, one more person <laughs> to teach to knit. I'd be happy to. So that was pretty fun. And I'm also still working on Neil the Narwhal. He did not get, get much love over the last two weeks. And right now I am swatching for the Big Sister sweater by Hintermstein, which oh, I've wanted I to knit for one. a long time. Yes, me too. And this is the Harrisville Nightshades yarn which is basically black Ooh, very nice with flecks of hot pink and in the light in my closet you can't even tell it's hot pink it just looks almost tweety kind of mm -hmm. so we'll see how my swatch works out and i'm excited i'm gonna actually start a new sweater for myself relatively soon so yay <laughs> super super happy about that and that's what i've been knitting okay we would like to thank our sponsor for december Lolo Body Care. Have you finished your holiday shopping yet? Lolo Body Care has so many great options to stuff those stockings. Shop their signature all-natural moisturizer, the Lolo Body Bar. Or maybe snatch up a Lolo to-go bag, which includes eight eco-luscious products inside an organic zippered bag. You'll also want to check out their seasonal scents like Winter Bliss, Spiced Fig, and Frankincense and Myrrh. What else is awesome? 5% of all sales this holiday season are going to Habitat for Humanity. Visit 
lolobody.com today. Thank you, Kismet. I think that's awesome that 5% of the sales are going to Habitat for Humanity. Very, very cool. Thank you, Lolo. That is fantastic. You know, we love your product. And I just want to mention that I, I, men- I have mentioned this before, but when I go to sleep, I try to remember to use my Lolo bar before I go to sleep. And I just, I really put on a good coating because I'm going to sleep. It doesn't matter what I have on my hands. And I always feel like when I wake up in the morning, my hands are not as dry as they often get this time of year. This time of year, it's doubled because, well, it's it's more, my hands have been more dry than usual because not only are we subject to the indoor heat, but it's the extreme, it's the rigors of extreme hand washing. <laughs> exactly. So my my hands have been very dry. So Lolo at bedtime. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for all of the frontline workers who must be using hand sanitizing gel mm-hmm. and washing their hands so yeah. much. Their hands just must be fried. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, anyone out there who's a frontline yeah, worker. We appreciate definitely. it. All right, so what have you finished? Well, this time I have finished a few things. <laughs> I spent several days last week knitting hats. Hats, why hats, you ask? Well, hats, these are all going to go to a local charity. Gail and I have a friend who assists with a party for the local NAMI group here in Santa Cruz. And every year for I don't know how many years, she collects hand-knit hats for guests at this event. And this year, for some reason, I didn't have a lot of hats in my gift stash. Usually I have some that I've made throughout the year, but I gave some away at Stitches and then I th- I think just because it was such an odd year this year, I was off my knitting game a little bit, and I didn't have as many as I usually had made by this time. So I made five last week. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, and it was really fun. I used a new free hat pattern from Elizabeth Doherty called Colby, and it's one of those hat patterns that you can do so many different things with because... You just make the ribbing. If you want tall ribbing, you make tall ribbing. If you want short ribbing, you make short ribbing. She gives you a few parameters like the cast on and how many inches to knit and the decrease numbers. And you can make a slouchy hat or a beanie, whichever you prefer. And I've made, let's see, I've made solids. I made, well, I just used all kinds of scraps and and had fun with it (laughs) so that's what I have finished what have you finished Gail well like Charlene I was on a hat knitting spree I was on vacation last week so I had some more knitting time than normal and I managed to finish six hats and two of them were the Colby pattern by Elizabeth Doherty which like Charlene said is fantastic Mm -hmm. It comes in lots of different sizes as well, and you could knit it with any weight yarn. I think it calls for DK, but 
I was trying to make the warmest hats I could because it's been really cold at night here. So I was holding multiple strands together. And one of the versions of Colby that I knit, it ended up so big, it literally goes over my entire head. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought, you know, someone out there is going to have a really big head and be glad that there's a hat that fits them. So that one was ginormous. But I also knit one of hers with Felici Sport Weight. It's a self-striping yarn from Knit Picks. And I had two skeins of it because you would normally knit matching socks with it. But I held it doubled and used it to knit a Colby. And it turned out really cool. It's a really nice hat. And then the other patterns I knit, all of these were with stash scraps and uh, the yarn that I save for charity hats. Usually it's a super wash type of thing so that it doesn't get ruined when someone mm-hmm. washes it. I knit B.A. Cool by Hohi Locatelli, oh, which is nice really... that's a nice one, yeah. It's a great one. It's it's knit with bulky weight yarns. I think I held two worsted doubled or together. Mm-hmm. And the brim of that one is all pearls except for some twisted cables. So it's not a cable. It's just two stitches that you knit to give it a twist all the way around the brim. And then there's a cool chevron in the body of the hat that you just make with knits and pearls. So it's a really easy hat to knit and it's very quick, gratifying knitting. I also knit the Bastion Beanie by Sandra Saraswati. And that one, I held two leftovers of Tosh Vintage doubled for the brim. So the brim is super thick and squishy and warm. Nice. And the body of that one has a knit pearl design that gives it a cool ribbed look. And that was a really fun knit as well. And then I also tried to knit the super... Oh, now I just can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Anyways, it's it was supposed to be a fisherman's rib. But in both cases, one, I misread the pattern in the first one. So it just turned into a beanie. And then the second one, I started to try to do the fisherman's rib where you knit into the bottom the stitch below and I was holding four strands of yarn together and it was going to be way too much work to try to knit into the stitch below so that just became a (laughs) beat so six hats and I did have a collection of hats I had knit throughout the year that hadn't gone to charity yet some even from last year that were still in my gift yeah because we haven't had the opportunity to give things away this year Exactly. So I have a big plastic bag of 16 hats. Oh, wow. For our friends when she comes by to pick them up. I was stoked. I was so happy. So she will be too. Yeah. She said, I think she said that they had 45, but they wanted a total of 99. So you and I helped chisel that down. So what size needle were you using when you were knitting with four strands? I think it was a size 10. I don't remember. I had so many different needles out, yeah. so much different yarn out. <laughs> of course, I wasn't yeah. really keeping. I think I actually did put it on my Ravelry project pages, oh, okay. but I didn't keep track of the different yarns I was using. Yeah, Some of them I didn't, didn't even either, have labels because anymore. I, yeah, because I was just using scraps as well. The most common one, I was putting two strands of fingering together, but I could go three or four to make more hats. So we'll see if I, I get more done. I knit them all so fast that my hand got a little sore from making those because I was knitting so that small circumference in the round. So I need to take a break for a couple of days, but I think I want to make a few more too. 
Yeah, that's how my hand started with the soreness. Oh, was yes. Knitting yeah. so many hats with the small circs and then switching to cotton yarn. Oh, it's like, yeah. Eh, I need to knit some wool <laughs> for a while. But I have one other big finish. I finished my KP pullover. I was wondering if today. you were going to tell me that. <laughs> yep. I finished the final ribbing today during that marathon. Meeting. I hope you like it. I'm going to like it. Good. Yeah, I already know. I tried it on yesterday to make sure it was long enough in the back for me. Yeah. And I love the way the side vents are so high up because I I'm not going to overheat. Yeah. I really do too. I find it very comfortable and I wear a t-shirt under mine and I really like it. Yeah, really, I'm, really I know like I'm going to love it. Yeah. So I will Excellent. have more feedback on that next episode when I've woven in the ends and yeah. actually blocked it and things like that. Right now, it's like still in a wad next to my computer. So <laughs> <laughs> it needs some serious love before it's an actual finished object. Okay, very, very cool. And I had one update too. So I think last episode or the episode before, I said I finished another elephant hat for Olivia. And I put it in the mail because it's snowing there and she needed her new hat and it never arrived. I was stressed out. So I che I had the tracking for the package and they said it had been delivered, but it never was delivered. Oh, no. They went to the post office. We filed a claim. We, you know, thinking it's never going to get there. It arrived on Sunday. I was so happy. And Olivia was thrilled. She was so happy with her new purple elephant hat. Oh, so good successful delivery of the elephant hat and i put a picture in the ravelry thread for december no november i think it was one of the last ones for november so it was a success and i highly recommend that pattern too all right so last episode we talked about blankets and we told you we were going to talk about blankets again this episode but we kind of lied because we're not <laughs> going to <laughs> we had intended to but then we remembered we have the self-indulgent knit-along coming up. Yeah, so we need to talk a little bit about that, and we'll talk about blankets later on in the month. Yeah. Or, yeah, it'll work out in a, in a couple episodes. Yes, we'll still talk about blankets we'll get part back two, to just not today. The good thing is that we are getting a lot of great comments about blankets in the thread, so it's going to give us the opportunity to compile those and be able to share them. Yes, absolutely. And before we start talking about the self-indulgent knit-along, there were two things that I wanted to mention. First, for anyone who's doing online shopping with Amazon, if you link from yarniacs.com, our blog, which also has all of our wonderful show notes, thanks to Charlene, with links to all of our patterns that we talk about, on the right-hand side, there is a link to Amazon. And the link is a picture of the little neck lights that people use to knit, which are fantastic gifts for knitters, by the way. I have, they I have are. two of those. <laughs> they are. We should mention that because they're very inexpensive and you can get a model that you can, that's rechargeable. So that's very yeah. cool because you can also keep them around in case of power outages over the winter. Yep, power outages if you're knitting in the car. Mm -hmm. I've used them in hotel rooms where the lighting was really bad. Different, lots of different reasons. A lot of people yeah. use them when they're camping. Yeah. So, but anyways, that link, if you click it on our website, it takes you to Amazon. And then any purchases you make, we get a couple pennies for the podcast. So if you happen to be shopping. Like Gail said, the the image of the product is there, but you don't have to purchase that product. 
you can just use that link to get to Amazon and then you find whatever it is that you want to purchase. Yeah. Anything you put into your cart after you click on that link, if you check out during that session, Yarniex gets a few cents. And it doesn't change the price of what you're ordering. The price is the same whether you click through our website or not. So if you happen to be using Amazon, that would be great. Yeah, it's an easy way to donate and it doesn't cost you anything. Exactly. (laughs) And the second thing I wanted to mention. So a few months ago, someone commented in our Ravelry group about maybe doing a wear a shawl every day for a month type of event, which we've broadened into... Let's wear something hand-knit every day in January. So giving you time to think about it, and we're going to come up with a hashtag. So it's kind of like Me Made May, where people, especially people who sew for themselves, try to wear something handmade every day for the month of May, but focusing on your hand-knits. So sweaters, hats, socks, doesn't matter. Something that you wear every day in January. So think about that. That Yeah, and if you want... There's no requirement. This is just a fun thing. But if you want, you can post photos on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And I think we'll just go with hashtag hand knits every day. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And of course, you should, you can also use the hashtag Yarniacs or hashtag Yarniacs podcast. I tend to hashtag my images when they're knit related with both those hashtags. But like Gail said, use hand knits every day if you decide to wear something hand knit every day in January. I'm going to try. I'm going to as, as well. And if you don't use any of those social media platforms, you can also do it in Ravelry because yes. in our group, we have what are you wearing? There's a whole thread mm-hmm. dedicated to what are you wearing? It's been really fun this year. People have been posting regular pictures of themselves and their hand knits. And it's just been fun to watch that thread this year. <laughs> and see the photos. Exactly. All right. So self-indulgent knit along. We've been doing this for almost as long as the colors of fall knit along. So about yeah. six years, probably. I guess. I don't know. We, one of these days, we should be responsible podcasters and actually <laughs> look up the history of our own event. <laughs> That's a good point. So right now, I'm just going to be a bad podcaster, I guess, six years. <laughs> But this started as a kind of antidote to holiday knitting. So the whole idea is starting on Christmas Eve and going through the spring equinox, which is March 20th, 2021, knit anything or crochet anything or spin anything or weave anything that makes you happy. There are no other requirements. It doesn't have to have a certain color. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of yarn. If it's making you feel self-indulgent, it counts. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. My favorite thing for self-indulgent is to knit something from stash with a yarn that I have either previously deemed almost too good to use. One of precious. my holy, yes, one of my precious yarns, <laughs> one of my holy grail yarns. That's generally what I like to do during self-indulgent knit along and. I I foresee that happening this time as well, although I have to admit that I have been using a lot of my precious yarns during this year, more so than any other year. Yay! But I do want to find something in that precious range for the self-indulgent. Yeah, so that's one approach, is knitting a self-indulgent yarn. 
or a self-indulgent pattern or a self-indulgent technique. You see, this could go anywhere. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely anywhere. And it doesn't even have to be something you make for yourself. If you feel self-indulgent making something for someone else, that completely counts. So it's super easy. We'll have a chatter thread. I think by the time this episode goes up, Robbie will already have made that in the Ravelry group. I think so. Yeah. Yep. And then when it kicks off, we'll start the FO thread and we'll just have some fun with it. And I was looking through my queue lately because I've been busy knitting hats. I haven't been surfing Ravelry very much. And there haven't been that many patterns that called to me either. But my cue is calling to me. Oh, well, so that's I, good because I I totally understand. I think I'm having a bit of pattern fatigue. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I did. There are six sweaters in my queue right now that are all competing for self-indulgent knit oh. priorities. So I'm going to go through them kind of quickly. And okay. I already have yarn to knit, I think, every one of them. Well, that's so, even better because don't, you don't want to shop now. now no, I don't want to shop. Yeah. And I think it might boil down to what do I most feel like knitting yarn-wise. Oh. So I have a range of yarns in these patterns too. So I've stocked every single one of these. Some of these or one of them, Charlene's actually knit already. The first one is Eves by Kate Oates. I stocked this very recently. Color work, steaked for the front and the sleeves. Super cute. That would be very woolly wool. It would be biche bouche. They're, I think they call it super fine merino, but oh, it's a very woolly yarn. Yes, very woolly yarn. The second one in contention is Ivy Line by Yoko Johnston, which Charlene knit. Oh, I love that sweater. I, every time I you say that, I that think sweater. about that. that so, you say that and I just smile. I love did. that sweater. It is so pretty. So that's a contender. The third one I'm thinking of is the Hoodie Shawl Cardigan by Suzanne Summer. That one, I have a dark red, a gold, and the third color is a kind of silvery gray with speckles that are red and gold. So completely different color scheme than what I would normally do. The fourth one in contention is the Soft Flow Cardigan by Hannah Misajuska, which is an open front, longer sweater with a shawl collar. A couple, at least two of them so far have shawl collars. And this one I would knit with hot pink mohair held doubled with hot pink lace weight. So... Very much my colors. Yes. <laughs> it was. It will be the mohair from La Bienna May that I got at Stitches last year. Oh, nice. That's high up on the list. The fifth one is Yorlin by Kate Davies, which is a cardigan that buttons in the front. And I have a very woolly navy fingering that I would use for that sweater. I think they're all fingering except for the sixth one, which is the minimalist cabled cardigan by Karina Spencer. That one is DK weight and it's another long one. Were all of these cardigans? Oh, that's interesting for me. Every single one of these was a cardigan. There wasn't a single Ooh, pullover. You're in a cardigan. Wow. <laughs> that's interesting. How odd yeah, is that? Yeah, because it definitely, you have definitely favored pullovers. Forever. I would say, over the years. And yeah. I'm swatching for a cardigan. <laughs> oh my goodness. So those are the six patterns that are floating around my head. And 
that last one, I have some DK weight, hedgehog fibers, BFL, also in a hot pink that I've had in stash forever, like at least six or seven years, probably. So depends on what I'm in the mood for color wise, yarn wise, who knows what I'll (laughs) actually cast on. And, you know, we have how many weeks to decide. So I'll change my mind at least 20 times between now and then. So, but it's fun to do the planning. That's part of the fun. Exactly. Planning is part of the fun. Fantasy knitting. (laughs) So start thinking about what you'd like to knit for the self-indulgent knit along. And I think that's it for this episode. I think that's it. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Again, Saturday Zoom, every Saturday at one o'clock. I think we're going to keep this going indefinitely because we have so much fun. And there have been even more people calling in. We got someone who called in from Mexico City this last week. Someone called in from Australia this last week. It's growing and it's so exciting. It's It's so much fun. fun. So much fun. very fun. So don't be shy. Call in and and have some fun with us. (laughs) Okay. All right. Happy knitting. Happy knitting, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gales is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.